Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 527, Why You Really Shouldn't Be Afraid to Quit a Job You Hate by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan, and a very happy Friday to you. Hope you've had a terrific week so far, and uh, thanks for being with me here. And with that, we're gonna get right to our post from Robert as we start optimizing your life. Why You Really Shouldn't Be Afraid to Quit a Job You Hate by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. You worked your head off to get great grades in college. You graduated with honors. You invested thousands of dollars in your education because everyone said it would be worth it in the end. And finally, you landed your dream job. Just one problem. You hate that dream job and you want to get out. But you feel like you can't because you've invested time, money, and sweat to get to this point. And quitting feels like you're throwing everything in the trash. You still have financial responsibilities. Enter student loans. As a person, we value consistency in ourselves and others. You might be afraid that people will call you lazy if you up and quit your job. And to top it off, you know that at next Thanksgiving dinner, a family member is going to say, you're lucky to have a job. There are a lot of jobless folks who would happily trade places with you. Quitting a job you hate is difficult no matter how you slice it. Why you shouldn't be afraid to quit a job you hate. One, your mental health is important. Believe it or not, your mental health is more important than your paycheck. In preparing this post, a young lady shared her experience of driving to work, parking in the parking lot, and then crying her eyes out for an hour. She had spent years on her undergrad and grad school education and had a job many would envy, but she had never loved it, and now she was having a nervous breakdown in the parking lot. If you hate your job to the point where you literally cannot stand being there for even one second of the day, it's time to quit. Two, your physical health is important. Your physical health is very much connected to your mental health. When your mental health begins to affect your physical health, you can develop what is known as a psychosomatic disorder. Psoriasis, eczema, high blood pressure, and stomach ulcers are all thought to be conditions that are made worse when there is stress in a person's life. I would argue that staying physically healthy is better than running yourself into the health issues just because you're choosing to remain at a job you hate. Three, if you truly hate your job, it will affect your productivity. A lot of us try to hide the fact that we hate our jobs by trying harder. Perhaps you're even putting in extra hours just to prove to yourself that you don't hate the job. The charade may work for a while, but none of us can act forever. Eventually, your disdain for the job will show up in projects that are not completed properly or that are turned in late or poorly delivered presentations. A decrease in your productivity does not serve you nor your employer. Four, your relationships can suffer if you don't quit. Stress will affect your relationships with spouses, children, family, and friends. You cannot buy good relationships with money, and a job should not cost you all of that. And five, the longer you stay at a job you hate, the more you are robbing yourself of time. Time is a limited commodity. Each of us gets 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, and 365 days in a year. The longer you stay at a job you hate, 
the more time you're wasting when you could have been discovering what it is you really want to do in life. So what should you do? One, admit that you are not the same person you were when you started on this path. Change is difficult for everyone, so I reckon that admitting to yourself that your job no longer excites you is difficult. However, this is always the first step on the journey to becoming free and pursuing the life you want to go after. Two, take a personality test. If it's been years since you took a personality test, it might be time to take one. A test like the Myers-Briggs or StrengthsFinder 2.0 is based on psychological research and can be useful in helping you predict what your innate strengths and tendencies are. Our personalities generally dictate our strengths and weaknesses and can suggest careers that are not a great fit and others that will be. Three, self-assess. You might not want to answer a bunch of questions to figure out what your strengths are. In that case, you can self-assess. Take an inventory of skills you have and activities you do that excite you. Are you happy when you're talking people through a problem? Do you enjoy working with children? Does writing come to you easily? What are the things you would do if nobody ever paid you? Self-assessment and taking personality tests put you on the path to discovering or rediscovering your passions so you can begin to pursue those. Four, do informational interviews. Now that you have self-assessed, what careers have come up for you? This is the point where you begin to look at your network and find people who are already in those professions. You can set up informational interviews with these people to find out more about what a day looks like in their job. You could even shadow them a few hours per week to see if that is something you would like to do for the next few years. And five, come up with an exit strategy that includes a financial strategy. It is time to leave. It would not be prudent to jump ship without any financial security. The bills still need to be paid. So perhaps you can start a side hustle and intern for a lower salary at a job you want to try out. Or perhaps you can downgrade to part-time at your current job while you build up a new source of income as an entrepreneur. Will you need to go from living in an apartment by yourself to having a roommate in the interim? There is no right or wrong answer here. This part of the process is entirely up to you. My only advice is that you have a plan to survive financially once you leave the job you hate. Closing thoughts. You shouldn't be afraid to quit a job you hate. It is not good for your physical and mental health, and honestly, life is too short to live it stuck in a job you care nothing for. You just listened to the post titled Why You Really Shouldn't Be Afraid to Quit a Job You Hate by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Robert, uh, he typically writes posts about personal finance, so you're gonna hear him being narrated over on Optimal Finance Daily with some regularity. 
Uh, The mission of his site is to help you escape student loan debt so that you can start building real wealth. And that's through having you navigate the financial decisions that you'll have to make at each step of your journey. The College Investor provides advice, guidance, guides, and review tools. There are actually a bunch of free tools and categories on his site to browse. He also has a podcast called The College Investor Audio Show that you can listen to. So uh, come by thecollegeinvestor.com for all of that. His site gets millions of readers every month and for good reason. So thanks again to Robert for letting us share his work. But that does it for today here on Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you enjoyed this post and that you have a great rest of your day. And I will see you back here tomorrow for the Saturday show where your optimal life awaits.